Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Sports Day. A big Melbourne Cup field tonight here on the program. And the man who is the host of SEN's Giddy Up, SEN's Track Monday to Thursday from 8am to Friday uh, from 9am. Fantastic to have this man on the program. He's busy tonight. Uh, he's hosting a big event in the lead up to the Melbourne Cup. But we've pinched him for a few minutes just to get his thoughts on the big day. Gareth Hall, welcome to Sports Day, mate. Nice to chat. How are you? Yeah, g'day, Carl. Great to be back on, Adam. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Melbourne Cup Eve and we can finally get to the Flemington and, and watch these wonderful horses do battle and we just it's one of the most confusing we know we always get confused trying to back winners Carl, especially you and I but this year's Melbourne Cup is the most confusing cup that I've come across really we just we don't know what the weather's going to do we've got a top weight that's only had the one victory throughout its career but Doville Legends the favourite, he's likely raised, he's still got to carry 55 for a Northern Hemisphere 3 year old um, which in previous years you'd have to be a dead set champion to achieve that. So, um, yeah, it's a difficult race to work out. And yeah. already a little bit of drama too with Point Nepean scratched and it may well mean that Luna Fair's pulled up a little bit lame too, so we won't know until tomorrow morning, but the number 18 could be a late withdrawal as well. Yeah, so nervous nervous wait for a couple of um, group of owners and trainers and jockeys in the next 12 hours or so. Um, you've got interpretation late this afternoon as well, um, was found to be lame in its trot up. So it's got to pass a vet test tomorrow morning along with Luna Flair. So, um, yeah, so the poor, the, the owners uh, would have a dream to be in a Melbourne Cup, especially the Luna Flair owners and, and Graham Begg, who's been in the game for 30 years and is yet to have a Melbourne Cup runner. But um, he believes she'll be okay. And interpretation. They believe you'll be okay as well. So, um, yeah, but the vet's got to give them all clear. So we'll find out tomorrow morning where we've got 23, 22 or 21 runners in this year's Cup. I always love having a chat to you, Gareth, on Cup Eve because I don't have too much idea and you are the expert, so I'm looking forward to your tip uh, shortly. But first of all, you mentioned it at the start, the fact that it's, um, you know, people back on the course and uh, after everything that Victoria's been through over the last couple of years, what what is the feeling like and and how exciting is it? It was great, Adam, to be there at Flemington on Saturday. There was just a tick over 70,000 and I think the VRC were pretty happy with that crowd, but just the raw of the crowd when the favourite or McDonald goes for home on one of the, his, his runners at the 200-metre mark as they go past the clock tower was something pretty special. It's like a packed house at the MCG or a packed house at Optus Stadium. Um, and there's just a special theatre about racing. And everybody was such a, in a, in a joyful mood and really enjoying the festivities there at Flemington. And um, the, the horses and the jockeys put on a great spectacle. But, um, yeah, Flemington's just a special place. It's got this aura about it. It's like any of the great sporting venues. It's the, it's the home of racing. It's a spiritual home, and um, it was just great to be back there on Derby Day. One of the time, most, like the, the time on a day like Derby Day, it's got so much history. 
it's been um, they've been going to Flemington here in Melbourne for over 160 years to watch uh, this carnival and, and have a pun on the races. And no, I think sometimes we can take Flemington and these type of events for granted, and especially us Victorians, we quickly learnt that um, yeah, going to Flemington's a privilege, and uh, we can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. Just hope that the weather holds off. Yeah, always uh, a concern. Are you expecting it to go to another level tomorrow, the atmosphere? What sort of stuff's going to be about the place, I guess, away from the racing? And, and as you said, when, when we do get to the Cup, that roar is just going to be electric when it yeah. actually gets underway. Well, everything's back if you like going to the races. And some just enjoy it. Some don't even see a race. They've got the car park out the back. The birdcage is in full swing. Um, all of the, the corporate... Um, bookings and, and restaurants have been booked out for a long time now for the VRC. So Steve Rossi's the former um, CEO of the, the Fremantle Football Club. He's done a pretty good job since he's arrived at, at Flemington as the CEO of the, the VRC. So they've ticked all the boxes there. I don't know how many people will turn up. Hopefully we get around the 70, 80,000 mark. But they're predicting hail and storms. So, um, Sorry for laughing. Yeah. I think people have missed the races, but when they look outside, I don't know if they've missed it that much, Carl. It's the, coldest, it's the coldest cup. If everything emanates the way that it is yep. forecast, it'll be the coldest Melbourne Cup in 27 years. So much for global warming. Hey, mate, let's have a look then uh, at the mudlarks in the race because it's likely to be like that. It's only going to be uh, worse than a soft seven, which I think is what it currently is right now. Um, yep. When you cast an eye across the the field, which uh, is probably going to be a little bit more difficult to do as we get to the race, not knowing a little bit of uh, what the outcome might be. But who do you think of the genuine contenders? Well, I think Dover Legend is definitely the horse to beat. They tell me he's as good as cross counter. Um, he's got a similar prof- profile to that horse, and it's not as strong as a Melbourne Cup that cross counter absolutely treated with no respect a few years back. So he's definitely the horse to beat. I think he's far too short now. Um, and he's got to prove himself he's been untested on a real heavy track. Now, a heavy track here is different to a heavy track in the UK, but I, James Ferguson, on SEN this afternoon for our special Melbourne Cup edition of Giddy Up, and he's quietly confident, whatever the conditions are, that his horse will handle it. But he's still got to enjoy the experience these horses wouldn't have seen 80-odd thousand before at the races. So, um, And he is definitely the one that everybody will be looking out for. The jocks know that he's the horse to beat. So it won't be easy. Um, but there was a betting company that just started up and they offered 100 to 1 for Dover Legend. If he wins, I think they lose up to around $80 million or even more. So, um, yeah, I think half of Australia or three quarters of Australia are on this galloper um, <laughs> tomorrow afternoon. I think he's a big chance. And if the rain doesn't come, and who knows with this weather here in Melbourne, He's he's definitely the horse to beat. If it was a good track, I'd nearly declare him, and that's saying something in a Melbourne Cup. I think Gold Trip, he's got to carry top weight, and he's only won the one race, but he's got the best form line for mine. Second in a Caulfield Cup, he was really good in England, especially on the soft going. He's performed in an Arc de Triomphe where he finished fourth. So I give him a mighty chance, and geez, I was keen on interpretation until I got the message through that. He has to pass a fitness test because I think he will be the horse that will stay and he loves the conditions. He doesn't want it too wet, but he handles it. So, um, And even Smoking Romans, Mar and Eustace, I think they'll play a major part. We can't forget he was the $5 favourite for the Caulfield Cup. And to be honest, it wasn't one of Jamie Carr's greatest rides. He completely missed the boat when they went around her 
and she just didn't pull out. And he just got held up at a crucial stage and then got pushed back to the, the wrong part of the track at Caulfield that day. He's nearly the forgotten horse for mine. Um, yeah, I give him a big chance as well. All right. Uh, off the back of the Caulfield Cup, uh, I had uh, my... Uh, well, just my eye firmly fixed on Montefilia. I think that uh, given its uh, heavy track form, which is very good, I think it's had uh, six runs for two first and a couple of placings over uh, its uh, its career so far. I just thought that at 55 and a half kilos, it's the one for me that uh, really does have some class about it. So that's the one I'm eyeing off uh, right now. Gareth, I don't know how close I'm going to be, but that's the way I'm looking at the moment. Yeah. No, she was a, a mighty run in the Caulfield Cup. My only concern, it was a slowly run Caulfield Cup, and I don't want to, please don't um, put a line through her because I'm about to say this, Carl, but when she competed in the Hill Stakes, I don't know if she was second up, it was a fast run race. And she didn't really handle that hot speed the other day in Sydney. Even Cascadian, who's more of a mile, a mile, a quarter of a horse, just went straight past her. So if it's a slowly run Melbourne Cup, she's got the class. Um, if it was over 2,000 metres, you'd nearly tip her on top. But I've just got my question marks on her, especially in the conditions. And if Knight's Order and those type of European gallopers put the foot down, whether she'll get a strong two miles. That's my only concern about her tomorrow. And Juaz, she's the other class mare in the race. Like, they've, they've won at weight for age um, and defeated some of the best gallopers in the land over 2,000 and 2,400. But Juaz, I just don't... She just had an interrupted campaign. I understand why she was favourite two or three months out from the Cup, um, but she would need to improve dramatically for mine to be in the finish. But she's trained by coming, so you can't completely rule her out. Perfect, mate. Thank you very much for joining us here on Sports Day. Have a great evening tonight. Take care. Good on you, Carlos. Thanks, Adam. Good on you. Uh, Gareth Hall here on Sports Day. Fantastic having him on. Thanks to barbecues galore. Go to iconwin.com.au uh, to get a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer. Uh, perhaps, have you had your little eye on the on the cup? Have you been looking at anybody else? Have you taken anything off the back? I mean, what number's sticking out for you tonight? Uh, Vow and Declare for me, Carl. Oh. Previous winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, form's been a little bit patchy recently, but I think prime to make a good run and jump up and surprise everyone. I like just a bit of, a bit of history, so Vow and Claire for me. All right. Well, I've uh, I've gone Montefilia and uh, 17 Emissary. I loved its run in the Geelong Cup, but uh, the track can't be too wet, which is something that we won't know until the race gets underway tomorrow. Now, we need to clear a commitment on the other side. Come back and we'll have a chat to Trent Cooper. The AFL Dockers season is over and uh, they had a good win on the weekend. Cara Antonio's very last game, the West Coast Eagles, uh, they got absolutely flogged. Their worst score ever. At least they scored a point. We'll be back to talk about that and more after this. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.